This will be episode three. Three? That's right. Episode three. Yeah. First of all, it should be mentioned that today is Juneteenth. It is. And I'm getting all of my money from these white people today. <laughs> I'm flying out to Miami today, which is so fun. Uh, awkward laugh. Awkward laugh. All right, so. <laughs> oh, this is Identity Crisis with Pam and Chaseana. Okay, so this is episode three, and we are doing this mad early. We're doing like, this in advance because we're going to see our family. Yes, we're so both going to see our family. Two weeks. And the next week episode, will, or the next episode, because it won't be next week. Next week, there won't be an episode because yeah. it's 4th of July, and well, that's a holiday. It's a paid no, holiday. I'm not recognizing it. I'm just not. I'm deciding that I don't want to work on 4th of July because my people were enslaved. And but it's so also like a Saturday. Reparations, so reparations means that I'm not doing any fucking work from here, Juneteenth, to July 4th. <laughs> Tresana Courtney Abbott will not be doing a goddamn thing, and y'all just got to have the deal. Mm-hmm. So we're both going home for a bit. And we will be back and make an episode for the following week. Mm-hmm. And hopefully our family gives us good content. Oh, my mom. I'm going rec- to record her so that way we can drop in some, some, nice, <laughs> some nice bits from my mom. Yeah. But this episode will come out the 20-something of June. And 29th, right? I think so. Something like that. But for that reason, because it is Pride Month, Pride, we will talk a little bit about sexuality. Yes, sex and whatnot. Our sexuality. And who we like to bang with. (laughs) That's right. So we have no outline for this episode. Oh. No outline. Oh, hell yeah. So we're doing this Tresana style. No, we're doing this Pam style because I'm coming up with the outline as we speak in right. my head. Because she's anal. Yeah, I'm a little anal. Speaking of anal. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I want to talk about our coming out story. I want to talk about our um, our coming out story like to the world, but our coming out story to us personally, like okay. how we came to the understanding understanding of who we are sexually okay didn't i do this first episode though didn't yeah I talk we about brushed it? up on it it was like a two minute conversation like this is gonna be a whole episode on it right okay so, so let's just get into it then in depth so who so, should go first you should go first because i came out first i guess yeah you did so all right in sixth grade i remember this distinctly um i had some sort of feeling that made me uncomfortable and i remember going home and crying and praying to god because at the time i was still like a devout christian and i'm praying to god i was like please god don't make me gay and then three years after that, when I was 14 and I was in um, a freshman in high school, uh, I was on Google Google Plus. It was like this like social media thing and like me and all my post MySpace, post MySpace before Instagram. well during Instagram, during Instagram's early stages. It really doesn't matter. But um, I was on there and I was kind of like popping, you know, I had a, like what, like a thousand and like a thousand and two hundred followers, something like that. And um, I I don't know. People were talking about bisexuality and I was curious about it. I was like, well, I do think girls are really pretty. And so then, you know, I, I'm not one to sit on my own feelings. Like, I feel like once I feel something, I um, I don't sit on my feelings. If I have a feeling, I'm going to like express it. OK. Yeah. As soon as I like 
had the word, which was bisexuality, I was like, okay, well, I want to like, I want to be that because I, you know, I, I'm not just attracted to men. I actually thought the boys were really stupid and, um, ignorant. And so I was like, I don't really want to be with them. I had been like dating boys, you know, the little like, oh, we'll go to the McDonald's and yeah. all of that. I had my first kiss with boys or whatever. And it just, uh, it never gross. felt right. It didn't feel, yeah, it didn't feel right. You know, I would like trap boys to get me nudes and like, you know, <laughs> like the penis was like interesting, you know, it like aroused me like physically, but it just wasn't like I wanted to do anything to it. I remember one time actually, it was like when I was 14, this like neighborhood boy wanted me to go like meet him somewhere and like give him a, a blowjob. And I like talked, <laughs> I talked a big game. I was like, yeah, 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 I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And Everybody then, talks a big game. And then like the day came and he was like, yeah, so when are you going to meet me? And I was like, oh, that's not happening. Like it wasn't even like, a, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not going. <laughs> but anyway, so I learned what bisexuality is. And then I come out like pretty much immediately on Google Plus or whatever. I'm like, yo, I'm bi. And I remember my friend, my best friend at the time, Faith, was mad at me about it because she was like, why didn't you tell me first? And I was like, bitch, I didn't like as soon as I knew I said it. You don't need to know. You don't need to know everything. But then after that, like maybe a week or so later, I like had this little this little girlfriend or whatever I was talking to on Google Plus. And I sort of just brought the idea up to my mom. I was like, hey, mom, like what if I liked someone who was a girl? Yeah. And that night me and her had a conversation and about, you know, and I was like, I'm bi. Um, was the end of that conversation. And then I, you know, I went, I went, I went to sleep. I slept like a little baby. And then the next morning I woke up and my mom had like hurled something at my head <laughs> and was like, wake up, you gay bitch. <laughs> oh no, mom. <laughs> and that was probably one of the worst mornings ever. I, um, she was like really mad at me because I didn't wake up on time or whatever. And then she like told me to call my dad and tell her why she wasn't going to take me to school. And like because you were gay, she wasn't going to take you to well, school. Well, that wasn't no. That was because I was disrespectful and didn't wake up on time. But then when I called my dad, I told him that I was like, oh, well, my mom's not going to take me to school because I'm I'm gay. I'm, no, because I'm disrespectful. <laughs> and she was like and she was like, no, tell him. Tell him what you told me last night. Tell him what you told me last night. And so I'm like, um, also, oh, I'm no. I'm gay. <laughs> on the phone this poor man That's no and so he's like he's like i don't have time for this shit i'm on my way to work and so i was like okay and i'm like gay i'm like sobbing i'm like sobbing like, oh. i'm like extremely upset and you're still 14 at the time yes no i'm a 14 year old child oh fun yeah and so that day sucked i like went to school i don't even know what happened maybe i caught the bus i don't know because i had drill like i was in rotc so i had to like be there early <laughs> i don't know what happened that day or how i got to school i'm pretty sure my mom took me but it was like awkward and i just blocked it out i don't know but um that day my dad picked me up from school oh. and took me to his place which was like close by so we're on the short card ride and he's just like so what's this about you being gay and basically i don't remember the exact words but basically his thing was like you don't have time to be gay when your grades are all fucked up <laughs> why are you worried about who you trying to fuck when your grades all shitty i mean that's logical <sighs> at 14 years old stop thinking about who you're trying to fuck yeah okay but at 14 years old you can't stop thinking about who you're trying to fuck you're that's 14 fair. you're 14 like that's all i think about that's all I was thinking about. And so, like, my grades were bad, even though my grades weren't that bad. I had, like, C's. I had a C in math. And he was like, blah, 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 blah. Your grades are too bad for you to... That would have been really bad for me. <laughs> no, no, I mean, they were bad. Like, but, like, all I'm saying is that, like, I, 
the mind state that I have now, yeah. in which C's de- D's get degrees, yeah. my grades weren't that bad. And I was going through something of, like, experiencing, like, my sexuality and, like, trying to figure that out. So it always just didn't sit right with me that my dad was, like, focused on my grades. Mm-hmm. Also, at that time, like, I hadn't seen my dad in so long. I believe that, like, that was, like, the first time I had seen him in months. He had came to pick up, pick me up and yell, yell at me about being gay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that... It was a fucked up time period. It was a really fucked up time period. My relationship with my parents was screwed. And, like, you don't know this because, like, my relationship with my parents now is pretty, like, good. Like, my relationship with my mom is, like, amazing. Yeah, excellent. At the time? Not so good. No. No, 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 no. We were, like, sworn enemies. And we would be cool, and then she would say some shit, and I'd just be like, you know what? Fuck, I hate you. And we'd fight again. Yeah. And, like, me and her would fight. So, anyways... My gay ass wasn't happy. And I remember my dad saying, he was like, he was like, first of all, you can't be bi. You either like men or you like girls. And I was like, well, I hate men. So I guess I'm gay, dad. I guess I'm just straight gay. And so for years after that, I was just gay. Yeah. And I dated, I dated nothing but girls and I had an extensive sex life. Like it wasn't like I missed out on anything. All right. You were talking about sexuality. You want me not to talk about sexuality? Like, yeah. What I'm saying is is it's not like me being gay stopped me from having sex. sex. Gotcha. It didn't. Like I still like had a teenage lifestyle where I dated and all of that shit through high school. I just didn't touch think about men for years so like that's why i'm always like i like i experienced my like sexual awakening or whatever as a lesbian yeah you know which best thing you can do if i could give any advice to any women women, it would be (laughs) women femmes they thems all y'all don't date men until you're like in your 20s solidly (laughs) and then once you're in your 20s don't date 20 year old men (laughs) honestly honestly men are trash and they don't stop being trash until they're older. And it's so sad because it's like, it's true. Get your it's shit together, bro. True. Because I'm still in my 20s. I wouldn't, I don't want to do anything with a 20 year old yeah. man. They are so pathetic. Yeah. Because like I can cook my own meals. Like I could cook a whole fucking five course meal for myself. There are 20 year old men out here eating ketchup on pasta. And I just, I just think it's funny how. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so then it depends on them, but you know, it, I mean, but but the range, yeah, is so like. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I was a lesbian, and then I have already told the the whole yeah. going back to being bi. So it was like I was bi, I was a straight child, and then I was a bi teenager, and then I was quickly a lesbian, and then I and now I'm bi again. <laughs> well, now I'm pan because ooh, I just the whole gender spectrum is just so beautiful to me. All right. But yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I think mine is a little more complicated. Yeah, get into it. It might be less complicated. Less complicated, I'd say. It's complex. It's emotionally more complex. Yes. But it's less complicated. Yeah. I think I go a lot less like back and forth and mine is just like a straight path. Toward. Yeah. Toward. Yeah. Um, so basically I grew up hella straight. Like I was so into boys. <laughs> I was boy crazy since I was in second grade. I remember my first crush. That boy is still hot. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> My first little boyfriend. He was also my first crush. Same person. I'm really big game here. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, I was very straight. Uh, like a lot of boys. Like no girls crossed your radar. Like it wasn't like you were like upset. Like you had. A, well, did you have obsessions with like girls? Like you were like really into <laughs> your girlfriends. Here's the thing. Okay. Because you got to tell the other side of it. Yeah. So, but it's not like while I was a kid, these feelings weren't. 
evident to me. Right. But it's now as an adult that I'm looking back and I was like, oh, that's why I like fixated on my girlfriends as much. Mm -hmm. And like I did, I never had a lot of girlfriends, like friends that were girls. Mm. But I did have, like, one best friend always in my life. Like, usually always. Mm. And a lot of times it was just, like, really good people that I vibe with. But there were, like, select few times where I'm like, oh, when we, like, stopped being friends, that really hurt me. In a way that I could describe a breakup. Yeah. And that happened a few times. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, (laughs) well, I know now, like, my mom is kind of used to to me just like having a girlfriend in my life and then like not having that girlfriend and then just like not asking about it anymore because (laughs) it was just like kind of common (laughs) that I would like have these best friends like super close friend that I would do everything with and then she's gone and then like we would get in like one argument like one fight over some dumb shit and then she was just disappeared from my life wouldn't hang out with that person ever again (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So you're a fem. You're so you're a fem top, um, or fem bottom. I mean, well, I don't know what that means, but okay. Um, in high school, I remember one incident where I had a best friend who said these exact words to me. She said, "Pam, if you turned out gay, I wouldn't be surprised." And I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" <laughs> What? I like all of the boys here. Like, I am here at this basketball game with you just to awk at the basketball players. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck about you. Turns out I give a fuck about her. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I took that not so good. And then, you know, I didn't know very many gay people. Uh, not in Miami, not in Georgia. In Georgia, there was, like, one gay man, gay boy, who was, like, out and proud and about. But it was one. Maybe two with his partner, like with his boyfriend at the time. But then like lesbians were not a thing. Uh It was just like zero exposure. And of course, in media, it was like even less. Yeah. Then I came to this super liberal art school where pretty much everybody was gay. Uh, Six months in, it came to the philosophy of you're not straight until proven straight. Gay Um, until proven straight. Right. You're gay until proven straight. And (laughs) so I had a best friend immediately in college that was a woman. And we would sleep together every night. Like, we would just cuddle every night. And to me, I was really, like, convinced that I was straight. Like, convinced myself that I was straight. Like, I only wanted it. But I would literally cuddle with a woman every night. And I would just think, like... (laughs) Okay, this means nothing because one, we're just friends. Right. We haven't done anything. And then when we did start doing something, it was it started when I was drunk, like just drunk. And then another part of that was we were both going through major breakups at the time. So we were like consoling each other. <laughs> Um, and then when I did get drunk and we started, you know, kissing, making out, and then it was like a whole different, like, it crossed the line there. It was just like, okay, I do this when I'm drunk. Like, yeah, I've thought of threesomes before. That would (laughs) have been fun. Uh, but I'm not anything but straight. (laughs) I know this is like so much internalized homophobia within me, but 
Um, yeah, so we, we would do things and then we would do more things. And then I would still think that I was straight, but it was just like fun. It was just fun and it was great and it felt so good. <laughs> um, and we would do it, but I mean, we were together for a good like semester and some. I remember one time specifically, we were like on the street and there was somebody that had a crush on her or was like being weird with her. And she was like, ugh, this person. And I was like, don't worry. And I kissed her in public. I was like, just to like make that person jealous. <laughs> and I still thought I was straight. <laughs> I know. Okay, I, know. Wait, I have to lot. cut in just to say I'm laughing because this is the gayest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> and like I said before, I've been gay since... I was 14. <laughs> I know. I still thought I was straight. I know. But here's the thing. Because to me, I was always into boys. And I had like ideas of like, okay, you know, people go through phases. In college, people experiment. Uh, threesomes are fun. Like I had all these mentalities that would kind of help convince me that like. That you were still straight. I was only temporarily. Like it wasn't a fixed thing mm -hmm. in my life. And it wasn't until like that experimentation was over and that like person like moved on with their life, which like good for them because they deserved the absolute very best. And I was trash. Yeah. Um, they were completely out and like proud. Um, and I just wasn't that person. Uh, it wasn't until they moved on with their life and I had like a crush with somebody who was non-binary and I could like, like picture myself with that person. Yeah. Uh, that I was like, oh shit. Okay. So not, I don't think I'm a hundred percent as straight as I once thought I was. Yeah. Um, and that's where I began to open my mind to, okay, this could not be a phase. This could potentially not be n temporary. Yeah. Like this could just be something in me that wants to be with a woman, but it really, it, it took a lot for me to get there to that mentality. And then once I opened up, I wasn't going to come out publicly at all. Like that was never going to be a thing that I did. Yeah. I was never going to do a, hey, I'm out and proud, like an Instagram post, a Facebook post. Like it was never going to happen. Yeah. Because one, I knew like 99% of my family wouldn't be on board. But let's give it an 80% like, of my family wouldn't be on board. Uh, and then if I don't fall in love with a woman, like, coming out wouldn't be, like, a necessary struggle to have gone through. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I convinced myself, like, until you fall in love with a woman, until, like, something like that happens to you, there's no need to share that part of you with the world. Right. And so my friends knew that I was open to women. Like, I didn't hide it from anybody. I hid it from my family, but I didn't hide it from you know just dating apps i always put like men and women yeah. or sometimes just women when the men were just being annoying uh <laughs> which they can be yeah so sometimes i would flip-flop i'd be like uh oh, today i'm more into men today i'm more into women um and yeah it wasn't until i fell in love with you that i was like i'll come out to my family now which took even that took a long time yeah, for that me was, to get there we i mean we were in this apartment so we had already been together for like a year yeah it took a out. really long time because yeah. one i wanted to make sure like things were real with you of course and like it would be worth it to come out as bad as that sounds 
but like yeah i mean i wasn't gonna make my parents go through all that heartache and pain for just anybody i think uh, not to but to correct what you said i think that you didn't want to put yourself through the heartache and pain because your parents aren't going through anything (laughs) they're just actively not trying to accept you which i don't i don't want to give validation to their feelings because i don't want you know anyone listening to this to believe that like homophobes have a right to hate people they don't there's no basis for that yeah so i mean we'll get into this more next week but my i came out to my parents um sometime last year like right before graduation because they were gonna come and they were trying to stay with me and i was like okay before you come try to stay with me you must know that i'm living with my girlfriend because i am a bisexual woman and they stopped talking to me and just like showed up for my graduation and it was like a whole thing and it's still a whole thing but I don't know. I feel fine. No, I'm not fine. I just, I'm with you and I'm happy with you. But at the same time, I wish I had a relationship with my family that I don't anymore. Um, And then besides that, like with being out and proud, it's like fine on a day to day basis. But I like can't post about you on social media as much as I'd like to. Because when I did, um, I posted like one photo of us together and I had one family member go and share it with the rest of my family and including my grandma, who I had not come out to. And that was just shitty. That was the worst thing to have gone. But, you know, I'm dealing with it day to day. I know who I am. If I could share my, because I also had a family member, like, out me. And it also changed to, like, some of my relationships. So when I came out when I was 14, I told my dad. He then told my grandfather. And before, before I came out, I would spend every summer in North Carolina. Like, I would go to North Carolina, hang out with my older family. It was my great grandma and my great aunt. So like my grandma, my grandpa's sister, I would spend with them and they are extremely religious Christians. And so I what like I wasn't ever going to come out to them. I like I was 100 percent like I'm coming out to my parents because I'm, y'all are going to see me with women. And so y'all yeah. should know. And I want you in my life. Yeah. You know, so I was like, you know, eventually if I want to get married, I want you there. I mean, not even all, it wasn't even all because I was 14. Right. It was really for me. It was just like. I'm going to tell y'all because I don't want y'all acting weird when I bring a girl to the house. Yeah. Because, like I said, I had no plans on stopping my 14-year-old experimentation with sexuality. Like, I was like, I want to know what's going on. But so I told my dad. He then told my grandfather, which I didn't want. And my grandfather then told all of those family members. They didn't talk to me again. My grandfather came all the way up from North Carolina, like that, like that year. Uh-huh. And like took me on a drive. He took me to like Arby's or some shit like that. Yeah. And was like, hey, um, want you to know, don't accept what you are at all. But I love you. And you, you know, I, I support you and I, I want you to be happy. But I think that that is wrong. I think that what you're doing is wrong. And I was like, OK, well, because I'm will always tell people what I think. I was like, well, I think you're wrong. Yeah. And if you can't accept me for who I am, I don't know if I really want to be around you. Yeah. And uh, my mom then shared that same sentiment with him, her. Like, because my mom, like as homophobic as she was at the time, she was still like, you're not going to tell my child who they are, who the fuck they are. Yeah. And so she went off on him. But anyways, they then like the rest of my family in North Carolina, they found out I didn't see them again until I was 18 at my sister's christening. And the only thing my great grandmother said to me was 
why do you have to dress like a boy? Because I was wearing black slacks and a white shirt. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, grandma don't tie. And I was like, no, she said how she felt. Like, I haven't heard from any of you people who are standing here in my face defending me now. Yeah. She told me how she feels. And I didn't talk to them again. I recently called them and repaired that relationship. Well, started to repair that relationship because my great grandma is like 87 years old. And I know she's, you know, she's only got a few more years in yeah. there. So I was like, I don't want to die unha- like with you unhappy. And it seems like they're changing. But definitely will say that like like that, them, losing them like that, like for those years, because obviously like I, you know, I've been gay for a while. I've yeah. been going through this for a while. So it's not like all of this stuff is like fresh like it is with you. But it was painful because it was like, you guys are my connection to my family history. And now I'm losing that. I don't get to talk to you guys anymore. I don't I don't get these stories. I don't get to to go see my family in North Carolina. Like I lose all of that. It was right. all just severed, gone all because I wanted to be who I was. And it was like, I don't know, it felt like the feeling. I don't know. It like it feels like so upsetting because especially like when you're young like that or even just when you're trying to like express your own feelings yeah. in your head. When someone else is like that mad at you for just expressing this thing that comes naturally to you that way. Right. It's like it's a huge mind fuck because then you're like well what like what am i really supposed to do about this like the hardest part for me is is that it was so difficult for me to acknowledge who i am like it was a process for me to be like oh shit i'm not straight and then go from oh shit i'm not straight to oh shit i'm really like not straight yeah um and that was a whole process it I dealt with it emotionally I dealt with it physically I dealt with it in every way I could on my own and I knew that I couldn't talk to my parents about it but the thing is like me and my family like have a really strong connection and have always talked about most things like there are certain things you don't talk about to family we come from a very traditional background um and it hurt to not be able to talk through that with them but then for me to come out and have to wait through this period of them accepting that is another just like difficult process because I know that it's only like they just need time but it's frustrating having to go through their comments and so it started with my my mom wrote me a letter just saying that she would not accept me ever and that was very difficult and then it moved on to them just kind of ignoring the fact that I'm with a woman it blew up at some point and I argued with both of them um with my parents both of my parents I my dad just told me to my dad told me that I was going to hell unless I change and my mom told me or asked me if there's any possible way that I could change if she can take me to some sort of conversion therapy essentially that she would and she's willing to help me with all of that uh and that that's difficult coming from my immediate family of course I do have like my brothers are very accepting and my grandma is accepting as well not no she's not accepting she is very she loves me so much I'm her absolute favorite she makes it the world know it but um she's just ignoring it she received the photos from my cousin, told me about it, and said, oh, this is hard. That she'll always love me, and that felt good, or better. Not great, but better. Um, so the immediate family hurts a lot. I think the extended family is where 
I was never going to come out to them. I never planned on coming out to them. If they don't show up at my wedding, that's fine. Like, they're just extended family, which I do love and care for immensely. But they don't know me, so I'm not going to go out of my way to, like, make sure that they accept. Um, yeah, I had one uncle who called me at some point and told me that everything I'm doing is wrong. I should change my lifestyle and that this would hurt my dead grandfather. And, you know, I told him off. (laughs) I yelled at him because that man does not know me. He's never spent much time with me ever. Um, He threw religion in my face, not knowing where I stand with religion at all. And then he threw my dead grandfather. That was painful, but it doesn't change who I am. And people like that don't deserve any space in my life. I'll make the effort for my immediate family. I'll be there. I'll go see them. I'll spend time with them. I'll even help them out when they need it. But extended family who have spent but days with don't know what this has been. And yeah, that's my that's my story. And can I say that even with me, you know, having been gay for so long, experiencing this with you has been super inspirational to me because it's your strength through this and the love that you still give to your family despite them treating you like like because I was, you know, I've been there through this process and I've seen and like the fact that you got through that story is amazing because each time it, it was literally like a stab each time that they said something, did something. And you come from a dramatic people. So it wasn't like it wasn't like it was, a uh, you know, just a side comment. Like these were like extreme attacks and you have always handled them so well. And I th- I mean, I it's inspiring to see someone be so strong and to still give out so much love and to not waver in giving out that love because whew, I would have been cut everybody off. But that's just me. Like, we're different people, you know? Yeah, I appreciate that. But I, w- I will say, like, this has been so hard for me. And there have been so many times where I've regretted coming out, where I've been like, this would be so much easier if I would just, like, suck it up and... <laughs> fall in love with a man um which is possible for me and I think that's what my my family is holding out for um but I'm happy where I am now and I don't know I like this ride with you so I'm sticking with sticking with the gay shit sticking with the gay shit (laughs) and we'll see what happens I mean it's been a year ish a year and some yeah all right so let's wrap this episode up with some current events Oh, shit. Unless you want to keep going? Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's more to talk about with sexuality than just our coming out, you know? And, like, I didn't come up with any current events. Today is Juneteenth. That's the current event. Pay black people. Y'all aren't going to be listening to this on Juneteenth, but pay black people anyway. That's the current event. Reparations, (laughs) bitch. But, no, I think that we should keep talking about sexuality because I think that there's there's more facets to it than just oh i like girls and boys you know for us because and everything we do. in between and everything in between like okay but i also think that so sexual health is something that you talk about because i was a lesbian quote unquote for you know the lesbians that'll get mad at me for saying that i was a lesbian because now i like men mm, i don't like i tolerate men sexually but anyways that's not the point <laughs> <laughs> that's not the point um when I, so I was a teenager when I was a lesbian. And so you also, that's when you go to your first gyno meeting. And I haven't gone to a gyno since. 
my first gyno meeting because I walked in there and, you know, she asked me the basic questions of like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Um, have you lost your virginity? Yeah, have you lost your virginity? And I was like, oh, well, I've had sex with girls. Does that count? Does, yeah, well, I didn't even ask, does that count? I was like, well, I've had sex with girls. And she was like, okay, but have you been, like, you know, penetrated? And I was like, well, I've had sex with girls. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, you know, some stuff has been in there. And, like, I'm sitting next to my mother, so I'm like, uh. I'm so like, you know, some stuff has happened, you know? And she's like, okay, but have you had penetrative sex with a, like, a boy or a man, any of that? And I was like, um, no, because at the time, wasn't planning on it. Like, yeah. didn't want it, didn't need it. So I was like, um, no, no. And she was like, okay, well, then, and she basically ended the meeting there. She was like, all right, well, then, uh, come back when you do, or if you don't, I don't know. Um, and this, it's been great meeting you. Bye. My name is Dr. So-and-so. Yeah. That's my time. Good night. And I was just sort of like, what? So I was like, wait, hold on. My pussy doesn't matter because it hasn't been touched by a man? And that's what I took away from gynos. So I haven't been back and I really need to go. Yeah. I mean, not, not that I need, like, you need to go because you need to be in yeah. tune with your vagina's health. But like, yeah, I just thought that shit was fucking crazy to me. They really are out there telling girls, girls, that their pussy doesn't matter unless it's been touched by a man. And I just think that's fucking wild. Yeah. Like their pussy health. Yeah, your pussy health doesn't matter. Yeah. And this was a woman that said this to me. It wasn't like I had like a male gyno. This was a female gyno. And she was just like, mm, come back when you, uh, come back when you pop that cherry with a dick, ma'am. Yeah, I didn't let my mom take me to gyno. One, we didn't have health insurance, so that, like, yeah. <laughs> definitely helped in my argument. But also, I hate doctors, so I was like, fuck a gyno. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, let's see, sexual health. Uh, there was no sex ed in Georgia. <laughs> That's a really funny story. No, there's, there's one sex ed class, and we learned, I think, the diseases, but then we're given a form to sign uh just promising that we'd stay abstinent and it was just me and one guy who didn't sign it i was never gonna stay abstinent i knew it from the age like since i was 12 i was like no not for me i love god and whatever but uh <laughs> dig to ball <laughs> i really i'm really interested in this sex thing we all talk about um and then oh uh here's another funny story my mom when i was 14 15 ish she found a condom in my laundry she just like pulled it out of my con uh, my pocket and was like what is this it was like a closed condom in the packaging yeah um and she was like do you know what this is and i was like oh my god a uh, friend gave it to me right uh i don't know what it is <laughs> i don't know what it is. no i can't remember i'm holding it for a friend i don't know what it is i've never seen that before in my life <laughs> i really can't remember what i said to her but the guy who had given me the condom is ended up being the guy i lost my virginity to after way after uh my mom found the condom in my laundry um but funnily funnily no Fine, funny 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 enough funny enough yeah, funny works. enough we did not use a condom any of the time so we yo <laughs> that's something to talk about condom usage what the fuck is with that shit as somebody who really 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 thought about the first time i was gonna let a dick even near me because like i was like if i am to suck a dick i'm going to put a condom on it 
What? That was me. I literally didn't Hell want nah. to touch it. I did not want it to touch me. I was like, no, because you can get pregnant and then you fuck up my whole life. I, I ooh, like what? The the idea of losing my virginity with a with a bare dick is wild. The energy you admit every time you tell this fucking story that you just took bare dick your first fucking time. I'm not gonna tell all of my like. I mean, you don't have to tell the whole story. I'm not gonna tell. But the you story. took bare dick. Bro. I'll leave it for a you could have got different episode. You could have got so fucking pregnant bro oh i thought i was oh my god I think the first or second time i was like late on my period and i was like holy shit i'm pregnant i'm having this guy's baby i'm only 15 years old what the fuck am i gonna do um but it was just like a typical like you just had sex therefore your pussy's adjusting or like hormones are adjusting and That's it was just like regularly late um that's insane to me no it felt good (laughs) (laughs) that's disgusting i don't i mm -mm. and like i get because now that i've had sex with a penis i get the i like the idea raw sex is better yeah yeah but also like sex is good on its own i don't know it's just the fact that i was able to get i get maybe it's the fact that i was able to get off without a penis even being there for so long i just wouldn't put myself at risk like that like no, the like I escaped teen pregnancy. Risk to reward is very like it has to be like now that I'm an adult, it has to be like a man that I really give a fuck about. Yeah, it has to be really good dick. But that I really give a fuck about because like <laughs> if I don't see myself having your child, I'm not, I'm let, yeah. not letting you hit it. <laughs> Oh, God. There are so many women out there just letting, like, just anybody up in there. And I just, ooh, ooh. No shame on them. Hey. Sex with women is just a lot easier. So good. Oh, well, easier. Easier. Like, you don't have to think about all the, like, terrible things that could happen to you. The only thing I'm afraid of to this day is herpes. To this day. Yeah. The first time I had sex with a man, all of these unnecessary fears got into my head. Oh my God, what if the condom broke? Oh my God, AIDS. Oh my God. Like, no, no. Yeah. Herpes. My whole life, the only thing I was afraid of was lesbian AIDS, aka herpes, because that shit's for life, bro. (laughs) And also, these are problematic thoughts that I have because obviously lesbians can get all different types of diseases and you have to make sure that you're being safe all the time. Please make sure you're washing your dildos and whatnot. But yeah, Um, herpes. Herpes. No, sex with women is so much easier, so much less risk. It's wonderful. I love, like, being late on my period and just joking about, like, (laughs) could be pregnant. Oh, yeah. And then, like, knowing for a fact that you're not. I'm not. I used to make that joke with my mom all the time. Yeah. Like, before, I'd be like, oh, no, I'm pregnant. She'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. (laughs) Like, no, it's amazing. Amazing. It's so great. If you're a woman, just, like, try it. Just try having sex with a woman. Problematic, why? Is it problematic? I think so. No, because, no, because, no, because straight people tell women who know they're lesbians all the time to try dick. So I think. That's problematic. Yeah, well, I think that, I think that I should be able to say it back. Okay, that's problematic. (laughs) (sighs) I just, I just don't know. It's fine. I just think that everybody should try everything. I mean, yeah. Unless you really don't want to try dick. I understand not wanting to try dick, but I feel like pussy is great. It's easy. It's so great. You give a shot. It's so great. And if you can suck a dick, you can eat a pussy. Yes. Okay. I will comment on that because (laughs) (laughs) I do enjoy giving a marvelous blowjob. Enjoy it. I love it. Snaps. Um, But I was, I will admit the first time I ate the box, I was a little 
a little worried. She was scared, y'all. I was like, am I going to know what to do? Is it going to do what it needs to do? <laughs> All these questions. And I was like, do I like really want to put my face in there? Yeah, that's always a question that happens. Yeah, because when like, I don't know, I did the boy thing like so early in my life that I was like, yeah, that's normal. Like, yeah, I just shove it in there. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. Uh. Um, this is going from like an emotional Pam to like a horny slutty Pam. No, but this is just regular me. I'm not horny. I'm just, you know, stating what I like. uh, Well, I kind of meant like topic. Why? Like, you know, horny Twitter. Like, I guess. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Pam will suck some dick. And eat yeah. pussy. So when I when I went down on a box for the first time. On a box? First of all, do not call my pussy a box. <laughs> When I ate the box for the first time. I hate you. <laughs> Problematic. It was nothing, you know? Like nothing. It Literally nothing. like nothing. Because I remember like when I, you know, as young as I was being like, ooh, why would you put your face down there? That's where pee comes from. And then when I had my period, I was like, ew. Even the pee, like it's even yeah. grosser. And then when I finally did it, I was like, this yeah. is so lit. It's lit. I, it's so lit. And it's like, I don't even know how to really describe it, but it's just the power one feels. Because it's also women are so hot. And when you look up at one and you know you're hitting that spot like that, you know you're hitting it right. The power that yeah. you feel. Yeah. Like, because, and then the thing is, is, like, women tend to have very strong thighs, right? <laughs> and you have to control those while you're down there, right? So you have to, like, use your arms. I don't know, man. It's just, I never feel more powerful than when I'm eating pussy. Now I'm. <laughs> and that's going to conclude. <laughs> no. Um. Oh, there is a slight difference, I will say. Like, and it's, it's all about taste. Like, I do enjoy eating the box. And I do uh, you enjoy sucking dick. However, there is no taste with dick. There's, like, a slight, like, at the top. Yeah. But there, like, with pussy, there's definitely a taste. Like, always. Like, it could be, like, mad clean, like, water taste. But it's there still, is always It's a still going to be a taste. I mean, it tastes like pussy. Yeah. It's like a treat. I love it. So I you think gotta, dick, like, have a good, like, palate. Sucking like, dick was rather boring for me. What? No, no, no. I enjoyed it. But what I'm saying is because, like, the w- pussy, like, from going from, like, you eating like, so much pussy. I mean, it's not that I wanted a taste. It was just, like, it's just sort of, like, one motion, you know, up and down. And then you sort of use your tongue in a different way. Like, it's fine. But I was just sort of, like... The mechanics of eating. Let's go. Eat yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I eat. Chomp, I don't suck the dick. I eat the dick, bitch. Chomp, chomp, motherfucker. When I'm done, you ain't gonna have a dick. All right, no. This has, like... This no, but, okay. Having but I feel like, like, if the like. dick, if the dick didn't have balls, I would be so fucking bored. What? If the balls weren't there, like, you guys, you gotta gobble the nuts. And so... All right, all right. All right. No, it's... So if they, so if they weren't on. there... So if... No, 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 hold, hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. So shut up. So if they... This is reaching, like, extra explicit. I was on a PG-13 rated... Come on. Wait, we can't talk about no. sexual... And this is later on in the episode. If you made it this far, I'm sorry. But, like, no, we need to talk about it. Sucking dick is boring as fuck. I don't think so. I, I do. I, I think it's boring because I also think that men don't have as good as reactions. I disagree completely. I, I don't know because the way women be squirming is so great. And then you got to grab their legs okay, to like, okay. and you got to, you know, and then you got to. It's great. But watching the soul leave man's body, it's magical. Yep. It is. You can. Okay, but you can get that same thing from a woman and then you also get the squirm. And then you also sometimes get a squirt. Oh, 
And that's super fun. Not that anybody has to score it because it's not for everybody, but I'm just saying that it's like an extra surprise. It's like it's like the prize at the bottom of the cereal box. All right. So what we're saying is women are better. Men are they're just it's just yeah they're inferior. Like it's just (laughs) (laughs) we're kidding. We're kidding. Um, And I mean like the the one thing I could say that like like makes like the sensation is better with a man or not even better but like the way that the dick hits the bottom of the pussy that feeling is crazy and that's probably why i'll go back you know that's what keeps me going back to the dick is because when you're fucking it all right it feels good (laughs) but like i don't know like i just like women pussy it's great not women pussy like anybody can have a pussy and anybody can have a dick I'm not using those things as exclusive matters. What I'm saying is pussy is awesome. Yeah. And I really enjoy it as a object, like as a, as a, as a, as a thing. Let me me share the conversation where, because this is very like. Pussy's great. Yeah. That's just what I mean. Okay. I love it. I think. It's my favorite snack. Women are great. Men are great. Sex Mm -hmm. is great. Dick is great. Because like, yeah, you can't say the sentence men are great in 2020. <laughs> Fine. Uh, sex is great. Sex is great. Learning your sexuality is great. Yes. Um, learning how to have good sex with your partners is great. Yeah, I was, the thing about sex that's awesome is learning your partner. Like, I don't fuck to come. Yeah. I think that's oh. so, like, uh-huh. no, 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 like, I don't, like, I I want to come. Don't get me wrong. I love coming. But what I'm saying is, like, going into sex with the mindset of, like, I'm doing this to come, like, straight. Like, I feel like sex should be like a like a squiggle line yeah. as opposed to, like, a straight arrow, yeah. you know? Like, you know, we come over here. My favorite thing about lesbian sex, it, shit lasts for, like, days. Days. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can have a whole meal, like, in between. Like, y'all just getting snacks, talking shit, watching Netflix, yeah. and fucking at the same time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I do want to get this out there. My record is 20 is 20 orgasms. Stop. Giving or receiving? Giving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can. Yeah, well, I did. It was in my whole face. It's fine. But okay. I definitely counted. And it was 20. All right. For the record. Or not. We'll see. What? Yo, bro, don't cut out my record. Okay, we'll talk about it. Um, I'm just saying I'm pussy champion. No, I think people, because it's not just women, it is primarily women, but it's, yeah, no, it's women. <laughs> <laughs> women and femme, they, them. Yes. And yes. like, you know, like gender, we're gender ex- inclusive over here. Absolutely. How do you say men are trash without including like trans men in that? Because I feel like. <laughs> my point is people that don't, haven't came and don't know how to make themselves come or how to get someone else to make them come that's a sad day sad experience sad to hear about sad to hear. yeah you know what you know what kept me off dick for so long like a, a one of the factors a bunch of women telling me that men couldn't get, make them come and yeah. i'm over here fucking coming like it's nothing and because i have been with men i get it i've always you know i'm good at learning my body yeah but i can totally see how that could happen Mm-mm. because like once you get the men to come it is very easy to stop the sex However, disgusting with women it keeps like, going you keep going it keeps going and going yeah. and going and going it's so mute oh my god it's so beautiful what a beautiful thing yeah. but I don't multiple think orgasms we need to compare like having sex with men and so much because i think like we know no, they're different experiences completely yeah um and then they're when they're like, good no, i think the comparison comes in is because there is such a or at least stereotypically yeah there's such a a gap between pleasure from one to the other right so like 
obviously I've heard a lot of horror stories about men who about women who fuck men and then being like I wasn't satisfied by it and not that for women who fuck women yeah so like that's where the comparisons I feel like come in but as far as like the experiences themselves they're totally different you know like peaches to bananas yeah you know I just I'm a little um worried about our banter right now just being super binary yeah it is very binary and I you know people aren't binary people aren't yeah. There's a whole yeah. spectrum. Also, I want to bring people. up in our conversation of, of sexuality. I've pegged a dude before. I'm going to go pee. What? I have to pee really Don't leave. This makes you realize that now I'm just talking to a phone. Uh, so well, anyways, I've pegged this dude. If there's one thing, if you are a woman and you don't want to eat the eat pussy, I totally understand. You know what? Like if you're straight, if you're straight, be straight. But I will say every woman, especially women who fuck men, should peg a dude at least once. It is so empowering. It is so empowering. And and it's, it's such a great experience. <laughs>